you're listening to the 7200 Seconds Podcast with Coach Dante and Key. Tune in right now. Yo, 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 what is up? What is up? And it's me, it's me, it's Key, and we're back in the building with another live stream of the 7200 Second Podcast. Coach Dante's always here. Coach, what is going on, man? What is going on? Hey, man, I'm happy, man. We got football back. Last preseason game. Last preseason game. We thrilled the preseason. I'm happy to get started. And y'all notice, hey, y'all see a name change right there. Shout out to Cool for giving me that name right there. Coach Dante, the sports library. So y'all notice the name has been changed right there. So I'm ready to get right into it. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty of things. But as always, we appreciate y'all for watching. We got some comments already here before we even came up. We got Mo, we got Sajin, uh, we got Sports and Wrestling. That's Robert and Tyler. What is going on, y'all? What is going on? We got a jam-packed show for y'all. Uh, going over some NFL things. We got some uh, NBA. Uh, you know, we, we got a lot of things to talk about here. Um, but before we do... Um, Thoughts and prayers go out to Caleb. Uh, shoot, I just had his name from uh, the Titans. Uh, looks like his dad passed away in that uh, house explosion. Uh, so definitely, uh, Caleb Fraley, uh, the cornerback for the Titans. Uh, so thoughts and prayers goes out to him and his family. His his father did pass away in that house explosion that happened. Um, so definitely, uh, give thoughts and prayers goes out to his family. All right, so I'm literally just coming home from work. And traffic was crazy. Um, so I, I'm trying to get graphics and things together. But I got my list. So we're not coming in here too blind. Um, but let's talk about the nitty-gritty of things on the hot topic right now. We got Jonathan Taylor. The Colts requested his tra- uh, granted his trade request. Um, the Colts won the first round for him. Dante, question to you is, is Jonathan Taylor worth a first round? And who would pitch for him? Uh, you're a top three back in the NFL, uh, top four running back in the NFL. You definitely is worth a first round pick. If you're a top, if you're one of the top tier backs in the league, you got to expect the Colts to ask for a first round pick. So I think he is a top tier running back. I think he's a top four running back in the NFL when he's actually playing on the field. Uh, he had a uh, injury last year that uh, derailed him his season pretty much. But again, Jonathan Taylor is a guy that can catch out of the backfield, run between the tackles, do multiple things. He was a top four back in the NFL. So again, he's worth the first round pick. Just a matter who gives it to him. Uh, so other than that, uh, you got Minnesota, who I think can use a running back, who can use a running back as well. Uh, they do got Alexander Madison. Uh, but Jonathan Taylor is a better football player. He's a better, he's a superstar player in this NFL. Uh, you got Tampa Bay, who I think need a running back. Uh, he's a super, uh, uh, I keep forgetting my boy name, my boy name, Richard. Richard, uh, he's, he's a good running back, but Jonathan Taylor is an elite running back. He's a top five running back in the league in the game of football. Um, you look at Miami, Miami is on, uh, is on a custom come up. Maybe uh, he's interested in – maybe Miami could be interested in him. So other than that, you know, I think Jonathan Taylor, I think he is a worth a first-rounder. I mean, if you're an elite back in the NFL, you're in that top-tier uh, range, top five, top four, hey, you're worth the first-rounder. You're basically an elite running back. 
So I yes, I do believe he's a first round worth the first rounder. He's an elite running back. He's a, a top five running back in the league. Now, of course, there's you know how Eagles fans name media be. Would you be mad if Jonathan Taylor came to the Eagles? What? So we can have Taylor Swift? Come on now, come on now. But um, is he really worth a first round? I mean, I would maybe second, third round at best. I mean, he's been injury prone a little bit. I already know, you know, he is one of the hardest working backs out there. I just don't think I would offer a first for a rental, and then you got to extend them. So I, I don't think I'm giving up the first, maybe second, late second, third at best for him. Um, that, that's just my opinion. But um, you said you would give up a first first rounder? Yeah, he's a top five running back in the NFL. He's a top five running back. So you got to expect the coach going to ask for You got to expect the coach to ask for a uh, top five. Uh, uh, first round, and I don't blame him. Like, if you want an elite running back, elite running back, the person that's in the top five, in the top five, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna ask for a first round because you get one of your uh, legit, legit running backs in the NFL, you're getting a superstar running back. So, why would I not? Why would I give you a set, give you a second or third round pick? Why would I give you a second, third round pick if you're getting one of the best backs in the game? He had 800, he had 861 yards, so he did play a lot, he did play a lot last year, he got hurt. In the middle of last year, so that, that was the only year last year he was even hurt. He was even hurt last year. So other than that, uh, prior to that, he comes off an eighteen hundred yard season. Prior to that, eleven hundred yards. So he he's he's very don't that, that was last year. That was his only really year he got actually hurt. But so he he does have a lot of durability. But he's a top five running back. So I'm gonna ask for first round pick if you want a top five running back in the league. You, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask for a first round pick because he's that value. He's that valuable, and he can also catch up out of the backfield. So he can do a lot of, a lot of other things. So if you're a team, who a team would uh, like Jonathan Taylor services? Uh, like, like, I think you're going to always have Miami in the discussion. You're going to always have Buffalo in the discussion. You're going to always have Buffalo in the, in the discussion, in the discussion as well, because a lot of people think they need a running back, which I don't think they need a running back. I don't think nothing is wrong with that running game. It's just, they don't value the run. So they don't value the run a lot. So other than that, I mean, like I said, you got teams like Minnesota, Tampa Bay, uh, that need that voice, you know, that need, need an actual running back, uh, Dallas ain't gonna do it. Then they're not gonna do it. I think that's a team that need a running back. Tony Pollard is gonna be out. He's gonna be out, but they're not gonna do it. So when I look at teams like Tampa Bay, I look at teams like uh, Minnesota. Look at uh, Miami. Maybe in the sweepstakes, they may be in the sweepstakes. Uh, you look at uh, who else? You look at you look at uh, Carolina. Carolina. Uh, it's interesting. They got Chuba Hubbard over there, but you still you uh, Jonathan Taylor is uh, better. Chuba Hubbard. Uh, gives me the uh, running back two buy. So it's a variety of teams that I think that will go for. Miami could definitely be one because Jeff Wilson, Mostert's always hurt. They did draft the rookie, uh, Devin Archain, who dodged the bullet to something being serious. It's only a shoulder injury. Um, so ho hopefully we'll see him back in, in, in the lineup. Uh, like Dick said, diamond uh, running backs are – um, a dime a dozen, that's not worth 
uh, a first round. But we'll definitely see it's interesting. We'll definitely see where um, he could possibly go um, for all this. But uh, but the Colts did draft. I mean, did grant uh, Jonathan Taylor's request. Now, how would this help, how is this going to go against rookie um, Anthony Richardson, knowing every running every quarterback does need their their running back? So, how is this going to hurt him? How's it gonna hurt? Well, John, are you talking about uh, Anthony Richardson? Uh, it could hurt him a lot. It could hurt him a lot because he's going to be a part of the RPO game. One thing you got to do, one thing you don't have to do, you don't have to worry about Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. You don't have to worry about him in the backfield. You don't have to worry about him in the backfield. And him uh, catching balls up, uh, you don't have to worry about him catching balls outside of the pocket. Now you force Anthony Richardson to throw the football more because you don't have a legit running back that the defense can game plan for. And it makes them it makes them a lot tough. It makes it a lot tough. It makes it a lot easier to stop them because of that threat of Jonathan Taylor running up the middle and that threat of him running up out of the backfield and the threat of the RPO game. It takes that up. I think they're still gonna run it, but I don't think it will be the same with Jonathan Taylor. I, I just don't think it will be the same of Jonathan uh, same with Jonathan Taylor. You don't have to stack the box. You don't have to stack the box when you're looking uh for uh in the uh we, when you play Indianapolis, Jonathan Taylor, you have to stack the box just to stop him. And then that allows, that's going to allow uh, Anthony Richardson to keep the ball, to keep it as well and run that, make that RPO game a little tough. So once you stack the box, uh, the DBs have to, uh, the DBs, uh, you basically forcing a one-on-one situation with your wide receivers and the DBs. So all the DBs got to do is win. But with Jonathan Taylor out of the box, you ain't got too much to worry about. They're not going to be effective as running the ball. It forced a lot of pressure on Anthony Richardson. All right, there you go. Um, Victor said Keyshawn Johnson has joined Skip Bayless. So Keyshawn Bayless, Keyshawn Skip Bayless, uh, Richard Sherman, and I think Michael Irvin um, is going to be on there at times. So good to see Michael Irvin back, even though he didn't uh, do what he said uh, do. He didn't get charged for what they accused him of. So that's always a good thing. Definitely don't want to see nothing uh, happen to um, Michael Irvin. That's going to be an interesting in- – <laughs> Uh, interesting uh, setup there, Keyshawn and and Skip Bayless, and then Richard Sherman. That's definitely uh, going to be interesting. But the streak is over for the Baltimore Ravens. The Washington Commanders put that one and twenty four straight victories in the preseason. Dante, talk about last night's game and how good did Sam Howell look? Uh, he looked pretty solid, man. He looked pretty. He looked pretty good, man. Last night. Um... Look good throwing the football, moving up out of the pocket, moving up out of the pocket. Airbnb play column was solid, was okay. Uh, I still, I, I want I'm gonna wait to after this year to give a few evaluation on Sam Howell because he played one game last year. He looked solid, but he looked solid in the preseason. Don't think much of it. Uh, the real test will be week one and the uh, rest of the season. So, uh, he looked pretty good. He looked, he looked solid. He looked pretty good. I like him. His movement is able to get up out of the pocket. You know, uh, his uh, pocket awareness looks solid, uh, looks solid. Uh, his accuracy looked really good. He threw some uh, really good uh, passes last night. The one to De'Ami Brown in the end zone was really solid. Uh, Terry McLaurin, him and Terry McLaurin seems to be on point. But other than that, he looks pretty good. Didn't watch the game last night, but, you know, I kept – I did see replays. Just kept hearing good things about uh, Sam Howell. Um 
you know, see what Eric the enemy can do with Sam Howell. Terry McLaurin. Um, he did uh, get hurt with his toe, but uh, MRI said there's no further damage to that toe, so that is a good thing um, with uh, Scary Terry. Um, see, again, Devin Artain, he did dodge a bullet. He only has a shoulder injury. Um, I know a lot of hits took place over last week. Um, what's the name from the Patriots? He's, he's fine. Uh, you know, he can move everything. He, he's good. So that's good to hear, you know, again, football is a scary thing, uh, but glad to see these guys are um, doing all right. Breaking more news, JSN, Jackson, uh, he has, he's going to be out. He has to get surgery on his wrist. So week one could be in jeopardy. Um, how will the Seahawks miss him, Dante? They will miss him, but they will be fine. They got uh, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. They will they will be okay. I think they will be fine. Uh, pretty much without Jackson Smith and Jim, it's the same weapons that they had last year. Uh, they I think they, they got even more dangerous adding him in the lineup, but I still think they will be fine. I still think they, they will be fine. They will find a way. They will be okay. Definitely. That's still going to be a three-headed monster when, they, when he comes back. Um that's 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 still going to be a crazy receiving core, a trio up there in uh, Seattle. Now we already got some week start, week one starters. We know Sam Howell's going to be starting for Washington. Baker Mayfield gets the nods for Tampa Bay, so he beat out Kyle Trask. Um, what do you think Tampa Bay, uh, Baker Mayfield going to do? Not too much. Not not too not 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 too much. They're not gonna be too much. Um uh Baker they would that but I, I still I got a strange feeling. I got a strange feeling that they're gonna be a lot better than what people think they're gonna be because they still got some players on that team. They got talent. Only only question I got is the quarterback situation. How consistent does Baker Mayfield how consistent is Baker Mayfield gonna be? I mean, you still got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you still got those guys. You still got Antoine Winfield, uh, Carlton Davis on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, they should be a lot competitive. They should be competitive with people think. The only question I got is the quarterback situation, Baker Mayfield. And for Kyle Trask not to get the opportunity, he must ain't – he must – hey, Kyle Trask, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Trask ain't played play good at all. Kyle Trask ain't played good at all. That must mean he had a worse training camp and a worse preseason than uh, Baker Mayfield did. So other than that, hey – I think the quarterback situation is the only problem that I that I think for Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't know what uh, Baker can possibly do. I know he's still got Mike Evans. Mike Evans, nine seasons with 1,000K yards. Can he make it 10? Um, would this be his 10th season with 1,000 yards? I mean, I still think he can put up 1,000 yards even with Baker Mayfield, but we'll, we'll see if my prediction is still going to be right or is going to be right with that. Um, don't know who uh, you said. Rashard is there? Is there running back? Yeah, um, Rashard White. I like him. I actually like Rashard White. We'll we'll see. I mean, the defense it's, it's okay. You know, they got it. The offensive line, you know, has some issues with injury last year. Um, but we'll see. Vic says he's calling Caleb Williams to the Bucks, and the and the Bucks are on the clock in the 2024 NFL Draft. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers select. <laughs> so, We'll see. I think I think the Bucks is going to either have they they're going to have a top five pick. If it's not number one, it's definitely going to be number two. Um, 
that's that's just me. I, I think Arizona might have their first all pick, number one pick, or or even the Colts. I know the Colts might be in the top again, uh, but we'll 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 definitely uh, see who gets the Marvin Jones, Marvin Harrison Jr. sweepstakes. Um, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon already said he's he's not talking to certain reporters because of the disrespect. Do you agree or disagree with he what he said about the reporters? I mean, that's his personal stuff. That's his personal stuff. So if you feel like you feel disrespected, you don't want to talk to the porters. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm not going to knock him for it. Hey, you don't got to talk to him if you don't want to. That's that's his choice. If he feel if I feel disrespected by a reporter, I wouldn't do it. Want to talk to to anybody either. So I don't blame him for want to do it for not want to talk. It definitely makes sense. I mean, we already see Sh- Sh- uh, Kari Richardson, the track star, wasn't talking to, you know, the Caucasian reporters and didn't want to talk to, you know, the African-American reporters. So I don't know. But, um, I mean, I wouldn't want to talk to nobody that disrespect me either. Uh, so, you know, so shout out to Joe Mixon. He's excited about coming back to the Bengals. Uh, so we'll see what the Bengals definitely can do um, in this upcoming season. Dante, so tell me about some rookies that you impressed with so far. Um Let's talk about your guy, Will Anderson. Will Anderson is definitely going to be a problem for this league. Talk about Will Anderson. Will Anderson had a solid preseason. Had a solid preseason. Uh, he had the best uh, grade out of any rookie at a 94.4 grade uh, this week, uh, on this whole preseason. But at the end of the day, I'm not satisfied with it. I got to see it throughout the season. You can have a preseason grade as high as hell. But I gotta see it. Week one is gonna be actually the test. With what it's gonna show, it's gonna week one when you go up when I out there with on that Ravens offensive line. That's what it's gonna show. But he's been awesome. He's been solid. He's been really good. Uh, like his speed coming off the edge. D'Amico Ryan's last year in college, he played a little bit of inside and outside. But D'Amico Ryan's decided to use him outside, which is that's where his best at. And I say he's got he's very fast, very uh agile. Uh, he can definitely get to the quarterback. He definitely can stop the run. But hey, gotta look for it during during the season when the season starts. So uh, it's a whole different ball game when you're playing against second team. Well, he was playing against first teamers as well with the time he was playing. So guess I can take that in consideration. But the real test actually starts in week one. But he's been he's been great. He's been awesome. Also, talk about your rookie on the other side, on the offensive side. How see how, how do you like CJ Stroud uh, so far? Uh, I love CJ Stroud. I thought he handled himself really well in the second game. In the second game, uh, in the second game, uh, he made all the good throws. Finished twelve for seven, sixty yards. That, those were that was against the first team Miami Dolphins defense. Uh, you saw a lot of awareness coming up out of the pocket. You saw a lot of accurate throws. It was a couple of drops by the receivers. Um, the offensive line looks really good. Offensive line looks really good. The first team offensive line looks really good. So other than that, CJ Stroud. Can make all the throws. He can make all the throws when he's protected. When he's uh protected, he can make some plays up out of the pocket. He's very athletic. What he what you think? And hey, he passed it. He passed it for me. I say I wanted to see him bounce back after that New England game. He got a lot of flat for the New England game because he threw that intercept. Because he threw the interception. It was against a Bill Belichick defense, and he only got two series, and he still got flat for it. But other than that, I need to see him bounce back in the Miami Dolphins game, and he, that's exactly what he did. He definitely came out. Outside of the first uh, drive, the first drive where we got the ball at the five-yard line, we didn't punch it in. But we had to delay a game on the play. We had to delay a game, 
and uh, the coach, uh, Dalton Schultz, decided to run a five-yard route instead of running uh, to the end zone on fourth down. So other than that, after that, the very next drive, he finished five for six. Everything was accurate. No, no, uh, no short throws. Everything was accurate. And like I said, I liked the one I seen from CJ. All right, some more rookies that uh, has been any other rookie that's been on your watch that you've been that you've seen lately. Oh yeah, I'm uh Jake Bobo. Jake Bobo from Seattle has been been very good, man. That's one of my guys coming out. I believe he was undrafted. One of my guys coming out of UCLA who I valued a lot. You know, Jake Bobo is a guy possession receiver that can catch the ball, that can get open, um, that can uh, catch a jump ball. Jake Bobo has been really solid for the Seattle Seahawks. Hope he gets an opportunity. I think that dude can be a sleeper. He has the potential to be a sleeper. Uh, another guy is Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell is playing really well for the Las Vegas Raiders. He's playing really well for the Las Vegas Raiders as well. So other than that, man, and A.T. Perry. A.T. Perry has been really good for New Orleans. Uh, I'm a big fan of A.T. Perry. Um, he's been really good. He's been solid. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes made a big play last night. He's been all over the field, been all over the field. He's going to be playing more slot this year for the Washington Commanders. Uh, you have uh, you also have Sam LaPorta, who's taking over the um, tight end role of the Detroit Lions. So you got a lot of guys, a lot of rookie guys out there that's been playing, that's been actually playing, playing, playing well. And Justin Ross, Justin Ross, Rasheem Melton, those two receivers from Kansas City. Kansas City not missing a beat, man. They're going to be fine. They're going to be solid this year. But Justin Ross, you know, coming off the little spinal injury in college, for him to bounce back, uh, to play as well as he playing, hey, it's something special. Burn is in the building. I know this sun is killing me. I know that much. Um, everywhere I move, the sun is right there. The, the dang on curtain fell, and I can't put it back up. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, most definitely. So, we got a little game for y'all. It is the rookie edition. And I'm sure some of y'all football fans may get this. Some of y'all not. But, again, it's something different we're trying, and I will think of more as the time progresses to get a little harder for y'all. But we wanted to play. All right, y'all. So we're going to put up a couple graphics. It's Again, it's the rookie edition. Y'all tell me who it is. So let me get uh, this together here. So let me take this background off then you know we got we got to keep it fun for y'all as as always wouldn't be me if it wasn't All right, so here we go. All right. Here we go. Who am I? Went to, remember, it's a rookie. Went to Boston College, and he got drafted to the Baltimore oh, they Ravens. They flowers. They flowers. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Zay Flowers. All righty. So give y'all time in the chat to figure things out before coach is going to go in on it because we all know Dante knows. <laughs> oh, the chat have to answer. 
Let let us see if the if the if the chat knows. All right. All right. So we got number. Here's the next one. All right, guys in the chat, who am I? Do y'all know who this person is? Who wants to take a guess? Dante, you know who this is? Y'all know who that is. I know who that is. Exactly. <laughs> Went to Utah, got drafted to the Bills. All right, Dante, tell the people who this is. Dalton, Dalton Kincaid. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, Dante's on a roll now, y'all. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all can answer. Y'all can help us help, help help me out here. I know, I know the people. I know the people. I was just waiting on the chat. I know, know who. All right, all right. See, all right, Dante knows. I, I, I need y'all to, uh, this one might be easy. Uh, but like I said, it's the rookie, it's the rookie edition. And, you know, again, we're, we're, just, we're just having some fun here. Again, these, these get a little bit difficult for y'all. All right, who am I? In the chat, who, who is this? Went to UCLA? Drafted by the Seahawks. Sizing should be the first one to answer this question. Oh, there we go. And that is correct with exact Charbonnet. All right, I see you see Dante. You ain't even had to answer this time. I did have an answer, but I just know it was two of them. I had I had, I would let the chat answer the question instead of me answering the question. I let the chat, but they got two. I anybody could have got it wrong because uh, it's two of them actually uh, in Seattle because Jake Bubble played for UCLA too. All right, Dante, we got one more. Where is it? All right, here we go. All right, y'all, this is the last one. Who am I? For 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 Tante goes, anybody in the chat knows who or not Clemson went to the Saints. Twice, Dante. Who is it? Brian Breesy. Oh, there y'all go. Okay, y'all know y'all players. There we go again. I'm looking on Google. I know someone up y'all looking on Google. I know someone <laughs> looking on Google. 
Well, I know some people looking on Google. Besides me, we probably the only only one would know. But I know real so you probably looking on Google. It don't know it out, out of the gate. There you go. There is who am I again next week? Um, we'll we'll do some more. We're gonna maybe do the. Should we do a Hall of Fame edition? We might do a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. That gave everybody a chance to. That that gave everybody a chance to. Uh, yeah, everybody a chance to. We'll do a Hall of Fame edition, uh, just to see where y'all knowledge is. But there you go. That was that that was a fun little uh, fun little segment there. You see, I get excited in this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, let me see. All right, so we are gonna do some record predictions here. Um, again, we got the we gonna start with the East. We got the AFC East and West. Um, Dante, what's your record predictions through all four, and who wins the division? AFC East. Uh, I got uh, the all right. So Buffalo, I got Buffalo at uh, eleven and six. I think Buffalo would do enough to win the division. I think they'll do it. Still do enough to win the division. I know a lot of people are going to have the Miami Dolphins, but like I say, I'm I'm on the on the boundary of saying like. Until I see someone beat them, then that's who I'm gonna pick. That's who I'm gonna pick until I see somebody beat them. No Buffalo look out of out of shambles. No Miami looks better. But hey, it's easy to talk about it instead of them being on the field. But at the end of the day, I still think Buffalo always they find a way to get it done. And I think they will be a do enough to win the division. They won't win a Super Bowl. They probably won't get to an AFC championship. Uh Miami, I got them as a wild card team. I got them at 10 and 7. I think Miami is, is, is very good. Uh wouldn't shock me if they even win the division. Wouldn't would not be a shocker because they're just as good. They're just as good as Buffalo. But other than that, you got Miami at 10 and 7. Uh got the Jets at 9 and 8. I still don't believe the Jets are better than the uh than the Buffalo Bills or the Miami Dolphins. I don't believe they I don't I don't believe there are. I believe their defense is gonna keep them in a lot of ball games. Uh, but I just don't I just don't see their offense scoring enough, scoring enough. I know they got some uh, weapons. I know they got weapons, but I think Buffalo and you know uh, Miami is a better, is better, is better than they are, especially offensive wise. I think their offense is two offenses. They're going to be able to score a lot of points. And you got the New England Patriots. I got them at eight and nine. I got them at eight and nine. I know they they're going to look worse, but just banking on Bill Belichick, just being on banking on Bill Belichick, how great of a coach he is. The team is going to always be uh, competitive. Team is always going to find a way to be competitive. Everybody was looking at me with two heads when I said the Jets wasn't going to the playoffs. Y'all looking at me crazy, saying the Jets is not. I, I don't think the Jets is going to the playoffs. I understand you got Aaron Rodgers, they got Dalvin Cook, Garrett Wilson definitely is a heck of a player. Um, you know they got a good receiver core, Alan Lazard. Their defense is half bad. But let that offensive line break down and Aaron Rodgers gets touched. He's not going to be happy because Aaron Rodgers don't like getting touched. Um, you know, Mikai Beckton, he's finally getting the start. Can he stay healthy? This guy was supposed to be the best offensive line coming out of college. He's been hurt the last couple of seasons. He lost some weight. He looks good. But, again, he's still injury prone. Can he stay healthy? Um, Aaron Rodgers is starting. The third preseason game. Dante, good or bad idea? 
Uh, it can be a bad, it can be a bad idea if he gets hurt, but it's a good idea because you want to get some guys, want to get some reps with your, uh, guys and get some chemistry with them. So I just figured that's on. I just figured that's in play right now. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm not too mad at it. I'm not too mad at it. All right, Dick says the Jets still have a lot of questions on the offensive line. They're decent, but their faults in the past, in the past, uh, protection. No, I definitely agree. Um, I mean, Jason Peters still on the market. I mean, y'all looking for somebody on the left side. Um, you know, the bark, the backyard hype, you know, they're saying, oh, he could possibly go over there. Um, but they shut that down. Uh, but why would you want another injury prone offensive lineman to block Aaron Rodgers? Um, they need that offensive front for the young quarterback over there in Jordan Love. They need that protection for him. So hopefully Green Bay hung up the phone. Um and didn't and didn't want to take that didn't want to take that call. Uh, still a lot of question of type of Cochran is okay, but he's not Aaron Rodgers' needs. Uh, having a conversation about the Jets. So um, staying in the AFC East is Mac Jones, the quarterback that needs to prove himself in the AFC. He needs to prove himself in the division AFC East. Yes, I think uh, if he doesn't get it done this year. Uh, Bailey Zappi is going to take over, and I believe the, the Patriots will be done with him. I already think Bailey Zappi is the better quarterback already, uh, but Bill Belichick is a guy that's going to stick to his guns. I mean, uh, he's going to put Matt Jones out there and, you know, give him a final shot. You know, I don't I don't mind it. I don't mind it. But other than that, it's a lot of pressure on him. I think Matt Jones knows as well. I think Matt Jones knows his time is running out. Uh, his time is running out, but it's a matter of time before Bailey Zappi becomes a full-time starter, uh, becomes a full-time starter. So I think it is a lot of pressure on Matt Jones. Definitely. Matt Jones needs to definitely uh, prove himself. You saw the first, first first year, he 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 was he was solid, went to the playoffs. Second year wasn't that bad. You can blame it on offensive uh, scheming with Matt Patricia and O'Brien back there. Now it's just O'Brien, and then he's still got Belichick. Do he need to? I think he is one of the quarterbacks in AFC who do need to prove themselves. Um, to see what they can do with this offense now. You got Zeke implemented back there. You know, a good running back. You still got Stevenson. Definitely a one two tandem. Uh, but we'll, we'll see because you know they're not great when it comes to receiving core. You know, New England never really been about the running game. They never really had a, you know, a running back. They never was known for their running back because, uh, you know, look at Sony Michelle and Garrett Blunt type. So we'll, we'll definitely see how it's going to play out with Zeke. Uh, let's be honest, Zappy really isn't pushing Jones out of the position right now. He's in year two. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, Tua definitely needs to stay healthy. Uh, was one of those plays where you saw uh, he, he he slid different when it, when it, when it came to him getting hit. Uh, you know, he's trying to position himself where he's not in those positions uh, to hurt himself. Um, but, no, I'm going to have to agree with you when it comes down to the division. I still do think it's Buffalo's to win and Zach Wilson. Not Zach Wilson. Uh, Zach, uh, Jesus Christ. Josh Allen still needs to prove that he can still win in Buffalo. That's another, that's another quarterback in the AFC that needs to prove himself. He needs to get over that hump. Stop being so turnover prone. Um, do the Bills address their running back situation? You know, they got James Cook. Is he going to be the, the starter? He wasn't even the starter when it came to Georgia. Georgia was a running back by committee type of uh team, so they, they really didn't have a number one uh running back. 
But can Josh Allen limit the turnovers and get the ball where it needs to be? So I'm still going with Buffalo. Um, I I think Miami, if they stay healthy, can edge out the Jets. I say the Jets is third, and then rounding up the Iran, the, the rear is going to be uh, the Patriots. I'm not I'm not sold on the Jets just because he got Aaron Rodgers, but again, that offensive line is definitely suspect. Again, let Aaron Rodgers get hurt. And see what, what happens. Let the receiver drop a ball and see what he keeps throwing to him. Um, so we we were definitely gonna see what's going on with um the AFC. Switching over to the NFC East side. Dante, who you got? NFC East. Uh the NFC East. Well, Cowboys at six, Cowboys at seven, uh 10, 10 uh they eleven and six. The Giants at uh, eight and nine, the Commanders at seven and ten. That's how I'm gonna put it. You got the Eagles winning, you said. Yeah, it's just a matter who comes in second. That's okay. all. I'm not counting the Eagles because they gonna we already know. It's just who coming behind them. That's it. So Dak Prescott, we all know what type of you know quarterback Dak Prescott is. Is it NFC Championship for Dak or bust? What's going to happen with Dak come next year if they have not either got into the playoffs or at least the NFC Championship game? Will Dallas move on? Uh, yes, Dallas will move on. I believe they will find a way to move on from Dak and Coach Mike McCarthy. But for to a lot, some people, NFC Championship won't be enough to Dak. It won't be enough for him. It will be championship or bust. But for me, NFC Championship, for him to make the NFC Championship, uh, with the Eagles, like I said, in this in this division, if he still make the NFC Championship, I think that's solid. But as long as his career been, he hasn't never made it to the NFC Champion, never made it to an NFC Championship or a Super Bowl. So, to some people, NFC Championship would not be enough. Uh, you feel like championship has to, to go at least going to the Super Bowl has to be, but NFC Championship, I think, for us breaking that shell, breaking that hole, I think that's that's enough for me for Dak Prescott. For uh the the prove, hey, that I can still be a top at least a top ten, top twelve quarterback uh in this league. I can still be uh a solid quarterback. So again, he's gotta uh he's definitely got he's definitely gotta be consistent. He's definitely gotta cut down on his turnovers. Uh but would I say they make it to the NFC championship? I don't think they would. I just think NFC championship at best for Dak has gotta happen for him. Mo said the Giants about to get a nice draft. Hey, <laughs> Mo been on been on Daniel Jones' neck ever. <laughs> Didn't they say Daniel Jones lost like ten pounds or something? They said they said that. So staying right here in the NFC East, Jalen Hurts. What's the pressure that's on him to get back to the Super Bowl? A lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure to get back on him to the Super Bowl. I Man, you can't say it's not because again, went to the Super Bowl last year. Hey, we owe expectations. You got to get there and win it. You got to get there and win it now. So you got to be better than, than you were last year. That's what that means. So it's a lot of pressure on Jalen Hurts, especially you ain't got many teams in the NFC East that can give you a run. Uh, it's going to be some tough games. I grant to that. It's going to be some tough games that they're going to play, and every game is not going to be easy. But, dude, uh, till you got you know, the 49ers, probably really the only threat that I say to the Eagles. Uh, not saying the 49ers will win because I don't think the 49ers will beat them, but uh, the Saints that they, they can be they have a solid elite defense. I think they're defense elite. Just a matter of what you get out of uh, Derek Carr. 
Derek Carr. Uh, you got the Seattle Seahawks. You got a very limited. You don't got a strong NFC East. It's like you don't got a strong NFC side as much as you got a strong AFC. You got a strong AFC. You got a strong AFC side of things. Uh, the AFC, it's like the Western Conference of the NBA. That's how the AFC is right now. The AFC is like the Western Conference of the NBA. The NFC is like the Eastern Conference of the NBA. Who do you got? Who do who do you, who outside of outside of uh, the Eagles, the 49ers, Who who else? That can contend. Who else that you say, hey, I put these two on the field with the Eagles and 49ers and who I can trust to beat them. Outside shot, you can say Seattle. You can say Seattle. That's it, probably. But other than that, there's a lot of pressure on Jalen Hurston. They got it. The Eagles got to be better. They got to be better than what they were last year. They cannot. Anything short of going back to the Super Bowl is a disappointment because now that you reach those expectations and that you went to the Super Bowl, hey, you expected to get back. You expected to get back there. Definitely facts. It is pressure on Hurts. You know, no, no matter how humble Hurts can be, um, you know, that means all about leadership. We all know his work ethic. Could we get back? It's very well a possibility. We could, we definitely could get back, but we got to see how we do in the regular season. You know, everybody's going to say, oh, y'all lost seven players on it. You know, y'all lost pieces, but we also gained some pieces. And we gained some dogs, so we're going to see uh, how it is in the NFC East. I still got the Eagles on top. I'm going to say 12 and 5 is the Eagles record. Then we got Dallas at 10 and 7. I I think that the Giants will be in last. Washington comes um in third place. Uh AFC and AFC has quarterbacks all over the place. Koo says uh they now I think the AFC only has the Chiefs, the Bills and the Bengals, the NFC tougher teams. You got the Eagles, Seahawks, Niners, Cowboys, Lions, and Vikings. Uh, okay. Um, staying in there. So we got the North. So we got the AFC North, NFC, and the AFC, AFC, NFC, NFC, NFC North, and the AFC North. Starting with the AFC North, who you got? Uh, for the you said AFC North, right? Uh, I got the Bing, I got the Bengals. I got, I still got the Bengals. I got the Bengals. Uh, no, uh, Joe Burrow is going to be out for for a time, but I, I still got – the only question you will ask is the quarterback situation. But the quarterback can't get the ball to T. Higgins or Jamar Chase or, you know, Tyler Boyd or Tyler Boyd, then that will be – that will becomes a problem. So that's why I say quarterbacks is always important. Like everybody want to say – use the narrative that this guy has weapons, this guy has weapons, this guy has weapons. That's why he's so great. But we're going to definitely see – if Joe Burrow misses any time, how that backup quarterback is. And if that backup quarterback cannot get the ball to those three wide receivers, then I'm trying to tell you how important. I don't give a damn what you got. The quarterback position is very important no matter who the hell you got, no matter who you, the hell you got throwing to you, no matter who the hell you got. So you can't, you can't win a – you can win a Super Bowl without a great quarterback. Most of the time teams that have a great – that don't have a great quarterback, they have a great defense. Cincinnati don't have a great defense. They don't have a great defense. So you, you they're not going to win a Super Bowl without a great without having a great defense. They don't only win it because they have a great quarterback. Have a great quarterback and a great offense. So other than that, other than that, uh I still got the Bengals at 12 and 5. Uh got the Baltimore Ravens at uh 11 and 6. 
Uh, I got the uh, Browns at eight and nine, and I got the Steelers at eight, eight and one because they're gonna find a way to tie with somebody. They all they do that every single year. So Mike Tomlin will not have a losing season. Still will not have a losing season. Did you just say that Pittsburgh gonna tie with somebody? Yeah, they they do it every year. They do it actually every year. They did it last year. They did that. They did it year before last. That's what that's what got them in the playoffs against the Kansas City Chiefs. That's all. Uh, Mo thinks uh, the Eagles meet the 49ers in the conference championship again. It's very well possible it could be that way again. Um, Minnesota. Hey, hold on, time. I just realized. Let me bring up this comment. I know he didn't say Minnesota is tough. Minnesota ain't that tough. They tough in the regular season. They ain't tough in the playoffs. They ain't that tough. Seattle, you got a point. The Lions, they still got a lot to prove. They still got a lot to prove this year. But I'm not counting Minnesota and Detroit. Detroit still got a lot to prove to me. He said, hold on now. Who's the Bengals backup? If you tell me there's Reese in it, they got no chance in hell. <laughs> you know you Minnesota is fraudulent. You know Minnesota is fraudulent. You know they fraudulent. So Lamar Jackson states he's he, he's going to be MVP. Um. Do you, who has who is more likely to win an MVP? Is it Lamar? Is it A Rod or is it Patrick Mahomes? Pat, Pat, I gotta, I gotta take, I gotta go. Pat, I can't. Lamar, just I, I gotta see him play a whole. I gotta see him play this year. Gotta see him play a full season. Gotta see him play the full season. Now, if he if he was healthy, I could say him. I would say him instead of saying Patrick Mahomes because I don't really like being a homer and saying Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to say uh. Being a homer, I don't want to be a homer and say that. That's the easiest one. He said, "Come on, coach, you can't discount Minnesota. They got the biggest issue with their DC, who screwed up everything. They have a high-powered offense, and they have more defenders with Brian Flores now at the helm." Yes, I can, because that's all they would go is first round and out. Yes, I can. I can't discount them. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. They will only be a good regular season team. Yes, I can. Pat, no, Pat definitely is too good. Um, I, I can see Mahomes winning a, 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 another MVP before Lamar. I can see Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP before Lamar. And I, I gotta tell you something. Um, I'm also taking Cincinnati here in the division. I think Baltimore will be in second. Uh, same same with you, Browns, then Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh might surprise some people though. Um, it, it's definitely, I, I, I can't wait to see with. Pittsburgh going to do, especially got uh, George George Pickens, man. We got uh, Joey Porter Jr. finally got an interception in uh, the preseason. You know, you still got uh, Warren's actually looking better than Najee Harris. Do you agree with that? You said who? Warren for the uh, Pittsburgh looking better than Najee Harris. No, I don't believe he's a better running back than Najee. No. I said he was looking better. I didn't say he was. Yeah, he was looking better, but I don't believe he's better than Najee Harris. I think the Browns might surprise us all. Definitely, especially with uh, you know, or you know, DTR is locking up that second uh backup to be uh Deshaun Watson. If something was to happen to Watson, I still think the DTR would would still do good and that's still play well um because he's been playing great uh in this preseason. I don't trust the Vikings either. Uh Mo says Mahomes is the MVP to somebody takes that away from him. I definitely that's facts. And that's all I do. That's all I say. Until someone beats you and someone takes away from you, yeah, you're the best quarterback in the league. You're the MVP. Yep, you are. Switching over to the NFC North, who you got? 
Minnesota, they will find a way to win the division. They will find a way to win the division. Got them at 11-6. Detroit is a wild card, my, one of my wild card teams, my two wild card teams along with Dallas uh, uh, at 10-7. Uh, Pressure's on De- – a lot of pressure on Detroit. They went 8-9-8. Eight and nine and eight. Now expectations are bigger. They got to be better than 9-8 and eight this year. No excuse. They got to be better. Uh, I got uh, – the Chicago Bears at eight and nine, I believe they they're gonna win more than they they got DJ Moore, who's really good. Uh, Justin Fields got to take that next step up for for the Chicago Bears to be better than what they were last year. Justin Fields, this is on Justin Fields' back. This is gonna be on his. That's gotta. This has gotta be on his head. You gotta put the team on his back. You got better weapons than you had last year. You got Darnell Mooney, who's not a number one receiver no more. Uh, uh, he's gonna be the number two wide receiver. Don't get me started on Chase Claypool because I don't. I'm not a fan of Chase Claypool. We already know how I feel about him. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. I just feel feel about him, but I do got them in third at uh, eight and nine, and I do, I do got the uh, Green Bay Packers. I'm gonna say seven and ten. I think Green Bay is gonna be better than what they were. I, yeah, I picked them because of the division. That's only the division. They're good enough to win the division. That's it. They're not good enough to get anything else. They're not good enough to win anything else. Yes, division-wise. Playoff, I pick them. Yes. They're good enough to win. They're good enough to win. get to the playoffs. They're not contenders. You, I'm talking about contenders, not talking about contenders, not just playoffs, contenders, contenders. Um, it's a toss-up between the Lions and Minnesota for me. Um. I think Minnesota's finds their way to win a division. It's going to be close, though. Um, Detroit's going to be in second. I'm going to say Green Bay will be last. Chicago will, will definitely win more games than people expect. Um, even though Justin Fields now, they got people hyping them up, talking about something better than Jalen Hurts. Um, I mean, they need to, you know, kind of slow down with, with that narrative. I, I'm not, you know, they're – He's a great player. Um, I, I can't dispute that. He's a, a heck of a talented quarterback, but I don't know if you can go to say he's better than Jalen Hurts. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but, um, oh, Sajin says the Lions win the division. All right. So we go on to the uh, South. So we got the AFC South, NFC South. Dante, start with your division. Who do you got? Oh, of course, the Jaguars at uh, 10 and 7. Uh, Houston. Houston, uh, Houston is in second place. I have a hard time thinking, thinking about them. I'm sleep on this every night, thinking about it. the ceiling is eight is nine and eight actually, but the floor is seven and is seven and is seven and ten. The floor is actually the floor is actually seven and ten, which is I'm not gonna be mad at. Got them in second place. Uh, I'm going with Tennessee in third. I think Tennessee is gonna gonna be really good. Gonna be uh really really so okay. They're not gonna be good enough. And I, I got uh Colts in last. Colts are going to be in last. All right. So with the AFC South, can the Jags do it again this year? And then you got Houston. Um, You're going to go Jags? I said, Vic, I said they were going to be a playoff team. I'm, I'm talking about it's different between playoffs and championship championship contenders. They will be they will be good enough to make it to a playoffs. They will be good enough to make it to to, to the playoffs. They won't make it to anything else uh, unless hey, I can I can say the Chargers. I can say the Chargers. The Chargers are good enough to make the playoffs. I can I can throw them I can throw them in now. I can throw the Bills up in now. 
They're better. They're better than I will take the Bills over the uh, Minnesota Vikings. I will take them over the Minnesota Vikings. Miami, you can argue Miami if you want to go. If you want to go that route, if you want to just talk about playoffs and matching them up, I can talk about Miami as well. Jaguars, if you want to throw, you talking about playoffs. If you want to talk about Jaguars, we can talk about Jaguars. <laughs> I'm, I was only talking about contenders, contenders to the Eagles and uh, 49ers. Hold on, let me get my charger here before Dante will be the only one on camera. All right, so the South, I got the Jags winning that division. Um, I think they can win 10 and 7. Uh, we got Houston. Houston's going to be better than what they were last year. Uh, it, it's honestly, it's a toss-up between Houston and Tennessee in second. Um, but I'm going to say I'm going to say uh, Houston, Tennessee will be third, and again the the, the Colts will have a top five pick um, in next year's draft. Uh, how about the uh, NFC South? NFC South uh, got the Saints, Saints, along with Saints, uh, Panthers. Falcons, Tampa Bay, but I think Tampa Bay can be better than actually giving credit to. They actually got a good squad. They actually got a. They actually got players. They actually got players. Only situation for me is the quarterback situation. They got play. They got good enough players that can win seven games. They got a good enough players that they can win seven games. But the only problem is the quarterback situation. So I got them. I'm. A, I got them at last. Um, I like the Saints this year. Upgraded addition quarterback Derek Carr. Uh, you know, a lot of people give Derek Carr a lot of grief and slander, um, but this man is a good quarterback. Uh, so I'm going to say that the Saints win the division 10 and 7. 10 and 7. Um, and, you know, Kamara is going to be out for his suspension, but they still got Jamal Williams, still got Chris Olave, got Michael Thomas if he's back healthy. Um, again, Every team needs a Swiss Army knife, and I don't care what nobody says about Taysom Hill. He's still dangerous wherever you put him, running back, quarterback, uh, tight end, receiver, defense. He does it all. Um, I think Carolina B2, Atlanta uh, still needs something to prove when it comes to Desmond Ritter. You know, they did get pieces over there. See B. John Robinson in the, in the preseason. He didn't look bad. Uh, still got Drake London, uh, and then Tampa Bay is going to be in in the rear. Um, and we got the North, I mean the West, AFC West, NFC West. Who you got in the NFC West? Cool, you will switch them, not me. I ain't going to switch them. I believe Carolina is, is better than uh, uh, Atlanta. Uh, you said NFC West? Yep. Uh, 49ers. You got four. I got four, 49ers, obvious. Uh, uh, Seattle is my third wild card team. So I got right now Dallas, uh, Lions, and D Dallas Lions, and Seattle is my three wild cards in the uh, NFC. Um, the Rams in third, and the Cardinals will have uh, a, the, one of the top picks in the draft. The Arizona Cardinals will select number one overall because I got them in two games. I don't know who's going to be, but they win in two games. Hell, they could win one and be one in 16. But I I, they, I think they win two games. Uh, so they're going to be in last. 
Um, same, I had pretty much the same word as you, so I'm not even going to go. Um, I think the 49ers will be on top. Seahawks will be uh, better. Um, they'll get that, that, that wild card as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm stuck in the multiverse. I'm stuck in the multiverse. All right, there we go. How, how about in the AFC? AFC West. Uh, I got well. Okay, so um, Chargers, Chargers. Uh, you have Denver and Las Vegas. And last, Las Vegas gonna get a top ten pick. They you never well. I don't know who quarterbacks coming out next year. Who's to say they not they're not going to take a quarterback? We'll see how Jimmy G does. I mean, Jimmy G didn't look bad. Um, they're getting Josh Jacobs back, but it's the it's the Chiefs division to lose. You're not going to beat the champs again. It's their division until somebody beats them. Denver will be better this year than they was last year, so they're not going to be um, in last. Chargers will always be the Chargers. I think they'll be a wild card. Uh, in the AFC side, but if the Chargers do not win this year or at least get to the playoffs and make it past the first round, Brandon Staley needs his pink slip after the last game of the season. Or maybe he or he might get even fired before then. But if it don't happen, y'all need to get this man a pink slip. Right on the field, tell him don't even get on the plane. Because um, there's, there's no way. Do you think if the Chargers don't win, Staley's gone? Yeah, I think they don't. I think they will actually. They will evidently uh, make it through a wild card. I think they'll make the playoffs. The problem is where they win, get in, get out of the first round, or get out of wild card round. Uh, that remains to be seen, and I don't think they would. I don't think they would. Do you think the 49ers should give up on Trey Lance? Oh, uh, like I say, uh, again, again. Do I think they should? I would say, I would say no because you traded away uh, two first. You trade away first round picks for him. And you trade away uh first round picks for him. So other than that, I don't think so. I don't think so. Like again, I don't I don't know his true value because I haven't seen him play a whole year. He lost remember, he lost his job due to injury. He lost his job due to injury. He didn't lose it doing the playing on the field. Now, if he lost it doing the playing on the field, then my evaluation would be different. Be different if he lost it playing on the field, but he didn't lose it playing on the field. He lost it uh because he had a broken leg. Brock Purdy gained the uh job. Gained the job because he won. He was six and zero, and he was eight and zero, including uh for two games in the playoffs before he got hurt. That he that's how he pretty much got the job. But now with a full season with Brock Purdy, you got film on him now. Now you're gonna start seeing teams uh game planning a little bit different and getting ready for Brock Purdy. So other than that, uh, somewhat now I don't think he will be the future long term answer for the 49ers. Is gonna have to be somebody somewhere else. That's already given a clear indication that gave up on him. But I don't got a true evaluation on him because I haven't seen him play a full season. He played. He played the his rookie year. He played in only believe one game. That was against the 49ers. Didn't look too bad. The Raiders game was not that awful. Raiders game was not that was not that awful. Outside of the uh, interception, he should have had that was a lucky touchdown. But the offensive line got they ass kicked. That offensive line for the well, the 49ers got their got their ass kicked, and he did not play with he has not played with the ones all preseason games, all preseason. So I can't really give a true evaluation of him 
Uh, I'm not going back to college. I'm not going back to college. I don't care about college no more. I care about the, he's in the NFL, and I, I I just feel he hasn't gotten a legit shot. He lost his job due to injury, not due to playing on the field. Now, if he did it during the playing on the field, I would have something different of him. But he didn't lose his job due to playing on the field. He lost it due to injury. Definitely, because um, you moved up to get this man. Number three, you moved up to get him. Y'all better not get y'all better not give up on him. Uh, because you know you had Brock Purdy come in and show out. Brock Purdy didn't wasn't expecting to get a shot because Jimmy G got hurt as well. Trey Lance got hurt. All you got is Brock Purdy, and he just so happens to manage the game to win seven or eight in a row. Um, they said Purdy wasn't looking good either um, in the preseason, uh, so we'll, we'll see what the quarterback situation is going to be like over there in uh, with uh, San Fran there. But who has a higher ceiling? Is it Joe Barrow, Josh Allen, or Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts has a higher ceiling, actually. Jalen Hurts has a higher ceiling. I would say he has a higher ceiling. And is it a must that the Jets went reach the Super Bowl in year one with Aaron Rodgers? No, it's not a must. Because their team is not a Super Bowl team. It's not a super it's not a Super Bowl caliber squad. So it's not a must. No, it's not a must. I don't think so. All right. What quarterbacks, in your opinion, do you think will make a big leap this year? What quarterbacks I think will make a big leap this year? I w- I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Derek Carr makes a biggest leap, makes a big leap this year. Uh, uh, if he doesn't, it will be disappointing, and it will be di- very disappointing because he never played with a top five. He never played with a top tier defense. That was the problem. The problem was in never scoring with the Las Vegas Raiders. They always can put the ball. In the end zone, they always score. I mean, they average about 25 points per game. So that just tells you the problem. There wasn't scoring. There was it wasn't score. It wasn't scoring. Their defense never been in the top 15. Their defense never been in the top 15. But yes, he was a scapegoat, but he struggled though last year. He struggled with Devontae Adams, but all the problems weren't just Derek Carr. You can blame Josh McDaniels for the players not, not being ready to play. For the players not practicing, want to practice the way they're supposed to. It's a reason why Derek Carr sat on that podium and cried because the players did not actually care about the game of football. They just came out there for the paycheck, for for to collect the paycheck. You 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 know, Devon Diablo went off on the team. This was a rookie linebacker that said players did not care about playing on the football. Did not care. Did not care. Uh, you said you hear Devontae Adams said the players. They did not. They did not care. They did not care. So that that's what happens in the locker room. When that happens, then that's all up on the head coach. Darren Waller gave up on the squad. He been gave up on the squad. He been gave up on the squad, and they gave it. They traded him away. So it was a lot of things. It wasn't just a Derek Carr issue. It was, he's part of the issue, but it just wasn't his issue. And when you lost in the Indianapolis Colts right now to a team that had a bat that had a damn damn coach Jeff Saturday. So a team that had uh, Coach Jeff Saturday, that was the embar- most embarrassing loss. So I think, you know, Derek Carr would take a uh, leap. This will be his first time playing with a top-tier defense, playing with a top, actually a top-tier defense who's going to get him some opportunities uh, to uh, score more in the red zone. That's going to force turnovers. Uh, you, you, Yes, you lost Alvin Kamara for three games, but you do got Jamal Williams, who's a red zone threat on short yardage down. If Michael Thomas can at least be 75 to 70 percent of himself, I think that's pretty good. Chris Olave, if he can bounce, come off his 
uh, rookie season when he had over a thousand yards. I think the team looking promising. So I think Derek Carr will will take a big leap as as the quarterback of the uh, New Orleans Saints. Quarterback for me that I think is going to take a big leap is going to be better. Russell, last name Wilson. Russell Wilson will be Russell Wilson, the quarterback we all know. Sean Payton's there running things. Um, you know, Russell's going back to mechanics or whatever. Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett set that man back a thousand years. I don't care what nobody say. Russell Wilson knows the game of football. He's a Super Bowl champion. He knows how to command the offense. He knows how to get out of situations. If he didn't like the calls Nathaniel Hackett was playing, he has the opportunity to audible and change the plays in the lineup. What is Hackett going to do? Sit you and bench you if you score a touchdown? Get out of here. Russell Wilson will definitely take a leap this year than he was last year. We're not going to see the old scene Russell Wilson we did um, with uh, with you know Nathaniel Hackett. I, I I do think that Sean Payton will work with him, and we're going to see Russ. I know it sucks with the their receiver situation. Um, so Cortland Sutton, I think, isn't he out? He had a heart condition. Was it Sutton or was it Judy? I think uh, it had to be Cortland Sutton, but I know. One of his wide receivers is out too. Tim Patrick, uh, he's out too. Yeah, Tim Patrick's out for the year. Oh, it's KJ Hamler. KJ Hamler. Um, you know, you still got Jerry Judy. Um, you get Javante Williams back. Hopefully, he, you know, don't. Hopefully, he can. It's set. Okay. Hopefully, he can cure his fumbleitis. Um, because that that's pretty much what, what was happening with with uh, Denver last year. Half those games they could have won, but every time they get a ball off, they fumble. It's between him and Melvin Gordon fumbling all the time. Like, they be right there at the goal, be right there in the red zone situation, and you're going to fumble the ball. Um, so I think Russ takes a, uh, takes a leap. Give me some teams before we go into the NBA. Give me some teams who's going to uh, surprise you this season. Uh, some teams that that will actually that will actually be up and coming surprise. Like I'm not saying that this team will make the playoffs. I think uh, the Houston Texans will be more surprising this year. Uh, like I say, they can win anywhere between seven uh, to eight games. Uh, I believe they will be definitely better. Will be definitely better. I think the Lions. That's no surprise. I think that will be better than last year. They will definitely be better than last year. Definitely be better than last year. They supposed to be better than last year, but I think the uh, Chicago Bears. I think I got them going uh, eight and nine. I think uh, got them going eight and nine. I think they're gonna. They're, that's not saying they're gonna make the playoffs, but they will definitely be better than what they were last year. It, but it's all on Justin Fields. It's up to Justin Fields. It's up to Justin Fields. If this team is gonna be anywhere near good or eight or seven win team, Justin Fields got to play better. Got to play some football. Got to play. Go out there and play football. He got to go out there and limit his turnovers. Offensive line is still a little bit of a question. Still a little bit of a question. But you do got uh, Khalil Herbert and Roshan Johnson as your running backs. You do got a better receiver, uh, DJ Moore, who who's, uh, can be a star wide receiver in this league. Uh, so uh, your defense got to be better. Their defense was not really good. Was not good at all last year. That defense has to be has to play better. So I, I'm going with the Texans and the Bears. They're not going to make the playoffs. We're not going to make the playoffs, even though 
If I were, if you told me, would I be shocked if we made the playoffs? I, I just would not shock of us beating the Jaguars because I know we could beat the Jaguars. We can beat, we can beat the Jaguars. But I'm just gonna say uh, the Bears and the Texans will be better. We'll be surprised, but they will not make the playoffs. The team, those teams will not make the playoffs. Shout out to Ron Jeremy in the chat. Uh, he says Burrow, Mahomes, Herbert, Allen, Rogers. Okay. Um, I think Jordan Love is going to surprise more people than, you know, what you think. I know Green Bay is going to, you know, be in last or whatever. Um, but, you know, I, I think he's going to prove himself that, you know, he can play in this league. I think Jordan Love is going to surprise some people um, with 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 Green Bay. Uh, some more teams I think is going to uh, – Chicago is another one. We'll see. You know, they did put pieces around Justin, Justin Fields. Let's see what Justin Fields can do. Obviously, the Jets – I still don't think they're they're making the playoffs, but did they upgrade quarterback as Zach Wilson? Of course, I'm going to take a 40 year old quarterback and Aaron Rodgers over Zach Wilson any day. Um, but my main two, I'm going to you know I'm going to definitely say it'll be Chicago. You, you know you put in Houston, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for NFL um, next week. We're going to break down Week One's picks and predictions. Uh well no that might be be my I might wait not next week but the week after since that is will be the first official um week of football preseason will be done you know we're going over some key cuts uh things of that nature but make sure y'all stay tuned next week we are on episode sixty five next week we are on our way to a hundred and remember the hundredth episode um uh, jersey giveaway uh so make sure y'all tune in when the hundredth episode comes uh we will be giving away. Uh, that jersey. Going on to the NBA, Dante. I know some stuff is going down in the NBA. We got to talk about this fool here in Philadelphia by the name of James Harden. James Harden gets fined today, $100,000. That is play money that he spends at the strip club every night. Um, He pulls out his briefcase. I'm sure he can ask a little baby for a loan, but he got fined $100,000 thousand dollars for the comments that he said about Daryl Morey um and everything else talk about James Harden Dante well uh James Harden uh James Harden has a has a reason to go off the way he did maybe Daryl Morey did promise him his money and he didn't get it so that's the one thing you can never do and I can't blame a player I can't blame a player that's hey that was promised about his money and wanted his money. I can't do that because if it was anybody money in a chat and per someone promised you that they were going to give you a million dollars, hell yeah, you want your damn money. Hell yeah, you want that money. You'll want that money. And you're going to do whatever you could to get it a part of them. But like I say, it's it's basketball. It's a business. And you're trying to do whatever it takes to put your team in a situation to win. But don't promise. Don't promise anything that you can't uh, that you that you that you can't handle. Don't promise the man the money. Don't promise the man the money. And I don't want to don't want to give him his money. But other than that, uh, as for Daryl Morey's side, hey, Daryl Morey looking at, hey, man, I done bent over. I done got on my knees and I done been a part of the kiss my ass club for you for years. For years. And I'm trying to do whatever it takes to get this team better. Now, James Harden. Now, James Harden standing out alone, at least if Daryl Morey wants to trade you, he can get something up out of him. 
Now that's the good thing. That's a good thing. Like DDP say, you remember DDP, the one that used to wrestle, the one that was wrestling, uh, uh, Diamond Dallas Page. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. That's a good thing right there because you can get something for him. But if I was James Harden, if I know I wasn't gonna be there, guess what? Guess guess what? I would have left, and they would have got nothing up out of me. But uh, you can get, and I don't I don't mind. Anybody can be on either side. But I just have a sense that Daryl Morey is that promised James Harden his money, and now James Harden is upset. I don't think he's worth the mass contract. I don't think he's worth the mass contract. No, I don't think no, and hell no, he ain't worth the damn max. But this is what I'm gonna say. I think I don't think he's worth the mass contract. I'm not saying he's worth, but Daryl Morey promised him his money. He promised him something went down. If James Harden is not acting like that. He's not calling Daryl Morey a liar for no reason. Something was promised. Something was actually promised. And, hey, something was actually promised. And for him to come out to say that publicly about Darren Morey, something was actually promised. And Darren Morey must have promised him that he got his money, that he was going to get his money because he took that pay cut that last offseason. And all you got is a P.J. Tucker and a Daniel House up out of that from a person taking a pay cut, <laughs> just taking a pay cut, just to take a pay cut. And James Harden could have just left. He could have just just. I just left, but just because he opted in, that becomes a bad sign. Just because he opted in the contract, that becomes the same sign. Now it's pressure on Daryl Morey to either pay him his money or trade him away. But Daryl Morey values James Harden high. He values James Harden higher. He values every player that he damn and got high. So other than that, you know, it may be a while before James Harden be up out of uh be up out of Philadelphia. But Daryl Morey promised. Him his money. Now Daryl uh Mari promised him his money, and it's a reason why James Hart put it out there to the media. One thing I can say about Daryl Murray, the man is patient. You see how long it took for him to get Ben Simmons out of here. Um, but just like Rod uh Ron said, he said he'll trade Harden away any day of the week, twice on Sundays. I'm trading Harden for a pack of annihilators and a Will Smith CD. That's what I'm trading Harden for. Um but no, I do agree. I think Maury had some type of they was what they was what, they was at lunch or they was over some coffee. They had a muffin date. And you know, he probably was like, all right, James, I'll pay you. You know, maybe ain't gonna be no max deal, but you know, yeah, well, you'll get your money. They probably shook on it. Nothing was written in stone. Thank God it was not written because we would have been screwed. But that's probably what happened. And then once you know, James saw that Daryl wasn't budging, uh, that he wasn't giving his money. He said that in public, um, and then that got him fined a hundred. Um, and again, right, I, I don't want to bring this up. People making jokes about him going to China. The man is still a twenty and ten guy. The man still can give you nineteen points and ten assists. Give you nine. The man is not no scrub. He's just not the superstar. He's just not a superstar. He plays on a more of a star level than anything. Man can still give you 20, 20 points, 10 assists, and five rebounds a game. He is not a scrub. He is not a scrub. It just won't be good enough to get you to a championship. That's all. But the man still very much can do it in the league. It's just he's not worth the first-round pick, and Daryl Moore is going to value him high. Daryl Moore is going to value him high. He's not trying to get – he's not trying to get no pack of line later for James Harden. He's not trying to rush to get him out of there. He knows his value. He knows James. James Hyde might not got that much value because no team is budging. And I don't and I don't blame teams because you don't want that in your locker room. But James Harden still can play. Tobias Harris 
Remember, he wanted out. He wanted out. Daryl Morey hasn't moved the needle because why? He's valuing them these guys high. And if I'm Daryl Morey, what good does it make to keep these guys in a locker room and in training camp and knowing they're going to be disgruntled? And the last thing you want James Harden to go is the training camp because he'll give you some hell in training camp. You don't want that. That's the last thing you he don't already, want. To he, he took it down, but he deleted it. He had the picture of the fat suit on his IG page, <laughs> and he took it down. Um, Sidejun, what flavor or what album? I'm gonna go with the, the getting the album with um, getting jiggy with it and the banana flavor because the banana is horrible. Banana is the nastiest flavor of the now later. So yes, I'm trading James Harden for getting jiggy with it and some banana now laters. James Harden gonna come to training camp with one of those little grill burgers that he had. On ESPN, he don't come to the training camp with those. Watch, watch. You don't come to training camp with those and start eating them and say, "Nah, I ain't practicing. I ain't got to get up to practice." <laughs> but look, this is what James Harden what fifteen now? You can yep. OKC. Yeah, Houston. It was his fourteen. Yeah, ten, OKC, no, yeah Houston, ten years in Houston. Yep. Uh, six is now the sixes, and then you have Brooklyn. Yep. He wants to go. He wants to go to the Clippers. But why would the Clippers want James Harden? I don't know. And that's a problem with the Clippers. Like, like they do end up with James Harden, do Russell Westbrook all of a sudden has to come off the bench. That's that's it. Because he played great in the starting role last year and with uh in the playoffs, definitely in the playoffs. Uh so how would uh Ty it'll be interesting to see how would Tyron Lou if James Harden do gets traded over there. Does Russell Westbrook, is he willing to come off the bench behind James Harden? That'll be interesting to go. But like I said, I still wouldn't pick the Clippers to win any type of finals or go to any type of Western Conference finals because I don't believe they will be healthy. All right, so what else happened? Uh, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball came out and said, um, you know, he he will not play this season. Will we ever see Lonzo play? Uh, you think he can bounce back from this? I think he could. I think he could take another full year off. I think he definitely could bounce back. Depends on how his knee feeling. It depends on if he feels good enough that he can come back. I think you will see him again. He's just saying he's going to take a season off. He's going to take a he's going to be out this season again. He actually said in one of his interviews that remember when Lonzo was first coming out, he was with UCLA. Um, you know, he had the big ball of brain with his dad. He had them expensive ass shoes, mind you. Them things is ugly, mind you. The C2s or whatever the hell they were called, them $500 shoes. He even said he thinks those shoes is why his knees are so bad because I guess they didn't give him no support. You know, they, they, they it was one game he said he, he bust out of them. He had to get another pair of shoes. That could have something to do with it. But he's, he's had – Chronic knee pain to the point where he can't sit up. He can't even walk down steps right. So I'm hopefully this surgery, um, you know, can, he, he can start rehabbing and, and play better. I do want to see Lonzo come back on the court. Um, you know, he, he might turn into that 3 and D guy now when he comes back. You're not going to, you know, he can still play defense. Uh, so, we, you know, hopefully I, I want Lonzo to come back. I don't want him to retire early because of that knee injury. Uh, so hopefully – Lines up to come back, but it's them dang on shoes. We gotta blame LeVar Ball for that. Them shoes was ugly. Them shoes are horrible. Them shoes was, for five hundred dollars. I'm not buying them. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. All right, y'all. So 
we got the before we get into that. So the NBA has a top 100, just like the NFL did, which I didn't know that. But we're going to do 100 to 91 because that's what's out so far. Dante, you let me know if the list is okay, where it's at, everything else. BLSG, what's going on, man? Uh, that's his dumbass fault for listening to his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Mello, I could say, is the only one who's actually his dad. I mean, the bar, you haven't heard nothing yet. You haven't heard him in a long time. But Mellow Shoes is actually pretty good. All my basketball, all my basketball kids wear his slime shoes. Every kid that I know got them lime green shoes on. Um, so here we go to top 100 for the 2023-2024 season. We got 100 through 91. So at 100, we got Austin Reeves. You know, Austin Reeves, so the point, the shooting guard for the Lakers. Um, and last season, he averaged 13 points per game, 3.4 assists, three rebounds. He got a he got a, a good little nice bag. He got a good signing. Uh, yeah, good extension. What do you think about Austin Reeves at number 100? Hey man, like I say, uh, that's a good stepping stone for Austin Reeves. A lot of people are gonna say, don't think he's supposed to be. He's gonna be high. He should be much, much higher. But other than that, like I say, man, I, I'm not judging the players, man. The players play these guys every single night, so it's a good stepping stone, you know. To be, it's a good stepping stone. Good stepping stone to be. And he's been playing really, really good for Team yes. USA right now. So, yes. Um, at number 99, we got Karis LeBert. From the Cavaliers, last season he averaged 12.1 points, 3.9 assists, 3.8 rebounds, 99 carries the bird. 98, we have Walker Kessler, center for the Utah Jazz. He only averaged 9.2 points a game. We got 97, Wendell Carter for the Orlando Magic. Okay. 96, we got Bobby Portis. Point, uh, he's the power forward center for the Bucks. We got number 95, Herbert Jones for the New Orleans Pelicans. 94, Jalen Williams from OKC. We're talking about hey. the guard, guard Jalen Williams. Yeah, Hanson. my boy. Yeah. Um, number 93, Kevon Looney, Golden State. Okay. 92, Norman Powell for the Clippers. Coming in at 90, we got Anthony Simons. Is Everything. that number 91? Like it. Love Anything it. wrong with 100 to 91? No, nothing wrong with it. I love it. All right. For me, nothing wrong with it. What they put up? All right. So we got 90 to 81. So coming in at number 90, Spencer Dimwitty from the, from the Brooklyn Nets. 89. Got Tobias Harris. We got the 76ers. Small forward, power forward. 88, RJ Barrett for the New York Knicks. 83, Nicholas Claxton. Nicholas Claxton, everybody don't uh give good credit to, but Claxton's a good player. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a very good player. 86, Robert Williams the third from Boston. 85, Keegan Murray saying Max uh Sacramento Kings. All right. 84, Jaden McDaniels from the T-Wolves. Uh, 83, got Josh Giddy from the OKC. Okay. Trey, uh, Trey Murphy Jr., uh, Trey Murphy III 
82. Yep. All right, we got the we got the thunder coming in hot on this on this top hundred list so far. And number eighty-one. Hold on. Eighty-four. Eighty-three with Josh Giddy. Eighty-two, Trey Murphy. Eighty-one, Jalen Green, your boy from Houston. Okay. Uh, number eighty-one and number eighty. Uh, they didn't. They didn't announce yet. But that was a hundred through eighty-one. How about that list so far? Hey, I like it, man. I, I like it. I know it's gonna be some problems with that with that list, but hey, man, like I say, I'm okay with it. Hey, it's an honor to have J- my boy Jalen Green up on that though. At 81, I'm not mad at that. I'm good. I'm fine. It's an honor to have a rocket up on that. I'm sure you might get you may get some rockets closer to mm-hmm. the list, but if Jalen, you know, Jalen Green's the only one on there, at least. Um, yeah, I just, if he's the only one, I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> So let me see, don't got anything else before we get into the other stuff here. We will be all right. So here we go with this right here. A couple graphics here I, I thought was interesting that I saw that we can touch on. Uh I had to I had to work on this one, but this, this ain't the one I had to work on. Um we going that one might be an interesting topic to talk about. But let's rank these players one through four. Oh, pick the best all-around shooter here. We got Damian Lillard. We got Jesus Shuttlesworth himself, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, Clay Thompson. I gotta pick one through four. We got no. We got no. Pick the best all-around shooter. Oh, okay. The best all-around shooter. Okay. Oh, the best all-around shooter. I'm gonna go with Ray Allen. I'm gonna take Ray Allen, but Ray Allen also could do more than just shoot too, though. If I have to go pure shooting, Reggie Miller. If I have to go pure for us out of all these guys, pure shooting, Reggie Miller. But if I have to go all around, I'm gonna have to go Ray Allen. All right, so I was gonna take Reggie because uh, we all know how Reggie was in Indiana. He can never get past Michael Jordan. Indiana never, never could get over that hump. Because MJ always beat Indiana. Um, good battles back there with, with those teams. Reggie Miller, all you know, Seth Curry passed Reggie Miller. Seth Curry passed Ray Allen. Um, but when he's on, I'm going to say Clay Thompson. When Clay Thompson doesn't have a bad game, Clay Thompson, you know, he can go to the rack. He don't just shoot either. He got a good mid range. But you all know Clay Thompson is deadly from three. When Clay Thompson's on, I'm going to give it to, uh, to Clay Thompson. Um, but all these players are, are are good good shooters. Dame, he is he's eh, sometime, but he don't jack up ninety nine shots a game for him to get sixty. Um, but if I had if I had to rank them, I'm gonna go Reggie, uh, Ray, Clay, and then Dame. Yeah. If you, had, if you had to rank them, what's the what's the one through four? I'm gonna go with Ray Allen one, Clay two, Reggie Miller three, Dame four, because Dame just he's more of a dynamic score. We talking about uh, all around shooting. I got Reggie Miller, not Reggie Miller, but Ray Allen. Reggie Ray Allen in his prime, his elite shooting, but he also is a guy that can get to the rim. 
and get you about 25 points per, per night. With him, Milwaukee Ray Allen and Seattle Ray Allen was a superstar. That was a superstar Ray Allen that not only can shoot from 40% from downtown, but get, get to the rim and have athleticism and play pretty good defense. So I, I, I'm comfortable with Ray Allen. All right. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Um, all right, Dante. This is where it gets down to the nitty-gritty. And I had over at work today, I had to really think about this. I mean, I think I have a good lineup here. Create another all-time starting five to compete against this one. Now you got Steph Curry, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, KD, and Shaq. Who is your starting five to compete against these, these five right here? So who is my starting five? All right, for my philosophy of play, I got to have a shooter at point guard. I got to have a shooter uh, that can impact the floor. So uh, mine's for me. Uh, I'm going to go with Steve Nash as my point guard. Uh, I'm going to go with Kobe Bryant as my two. I'm going to go with Tracy McGrady as my three. I'm going to go with Kevin Garnett as my four, and I'm going to go with Kim Olajuwon as my five. Oh, I was thinking all day. I'm like, who is going to go toe-to-toe with Shaq? And then I was thinking about it. But what era are we talking about? Are we talking about where the rim protector can chill in the lane? Or are we talking about now where they can't camp? Um, so that's how I many different ways we can we can play around with that. All them, but, players, all them players that I pick, they can play in this era. Like Elijah one plays, I like a guard. He literally – he can defend anybody, and he can defend anybody. He can literally defend anybody. So that's a perfect matchup against Shaq. Shaq cannot guard Elijah One on one, Shaq, Shaq, that guy, Shaq can would not be able to guard, would not be able to guard Elijah One. Elijah One would not be able to stop Shaq, but Elijah One's defense is going to have an impact on this game. Elijah One defense is going to be able to have an impact on Shaq. On Shaq, Shaq was uh, like a, nothing more than a two-time All Defensive. Player, he was not really a great defender. Lajuan is one of the greatest defenders of all time. One of the best defensive guy, big man of all time. One of the best rebounders of all time. Uh, he wasn't Shaq got him in scoring, but Lajuan got him in like all around player. And Kevin Garnett matching up against Tim Duncan. Kevin Garnett also can play the per- matching up against uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant may be a better shooter, but I believe Kevin Garnett can go out there and guard Tim Duncan. Go out there and guard Kevin Durant because forget Kevin Durant is an all time great defender. He's a very great defender. He's a very great defender as well. And he can put the ball in the basket. So I got uh, scoring with that. Kevin Durant may be more versatile, but I feel good about Kevin Garnett, uh, you know, uh, guarding Kevin Durant. Of course, Kobe and Michael Jordan. Of Co- Co- course, Kobe and Michael Jordan, you know, matches up. Kobe and Michael Jordan uh, matches up. Uh, I got Tracy McGrady. Only because Tracy McGrady within the 2000 era, 2000 era was an unstoppable force. Kobe came out and said the toughest guy that gave me problems was Tracy McGrady. And also he was 6'8". He was very long. Tracy McGrady was 6'8 and very long. Steph Curry uh, and Steve Nash, that's a hell of a matchup. Both can shoot. Both can shoot. Steve Nash. Curry Curry is more skilled. Curry is more skilled than Steve Nash. Steve Nash will get the ball to, to the guys on the perimeter. So I feel good about that matchup, my team. All right, so Vic says, do you remember when Shaq called out Hakeem and wanted to play him live on pay-per-view? Hakeem <laughs> <laughs> didn't want that smoke. He was going to get in. I mean, Shaq didn't want that smoke. He was going to get embarrassed. 
Shout won't get embarrassed. So I went with a little different lineup. Um, you know, I was trying to say who could, you know, bang for their buck here. Um, so I'm going to go Kobe. I'm going to go AI. Um, I got Ray Allen. Giannis and Joel. All right. I feel like, you know, Joel could go up against Shaq, even though, you know, they're they're both strong. They're both dominant. Um, Giannis could definitely take care of Kevin Durant. Giannis is a good defensive player. Um, who's stop who who's stop who's stopping Giannis when he goes to the basket? Um, of course, Ray Allen, he can also defend too. I'm gonna have him as a small forward. So they gotta stretch the floor a little bit because you can't leave Ray open because he's gonna drain the three. Kobe the same way. Kobe can guard uh Kobe. I mean Kobe can guard MJ. We've seen him do it. And either Either Al or Kobe is going to chase around Steph Curry. So, uh, but who who's going to stop Allen Iverson as well? So, yeah. uh, I, I I was thinking about this all day. You know, I, I think that lineup is pretty good. You know, um, it would definitely would be interesting uh, to see if that actually happened. Maybe on a two K, you know, we had to have a simulation to see you know, <laughs> if that actually would happen. That would be freaking cool. Um, if Kevin Durant and Kevin Garnett had to play, Garnett would make Kev, uh, Durant feel so bad psychologically. He would retire the next day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, that's definitely uh, interesting there. So I seen that and it was like, yeah, we can definitely uh, talk about that. Um, but let's get into so week zero. Before we get on out of here, week zero is on Saturday. No love for Chris Webber. Hey, Chris, I, I just, I just like, I just no. Chris Webber was a great player, but I just like I, Kevin Garnett is better. Kevin Garnett is just better. He's a better player. Um. So we got week zero on Saturday, I believe it starts. And is it just two games on Saturday? Yeah. Uh, it's two games on Saturday. That's it. I think it's just two games on Saturday. Hold on, let me pull it up. Yep. So Saturday is two games. It's Navy versus Notre Dame. So Notre Dame. So before we get into that, we got the AP rankings top twenty-five. We got Georgia number two, Michigan two. I'm sorry, Georgia number one, Michigan two, Ohio State three, Alabama's Alabama moved up to four, LSU five, USC six. Penn State, we are, that's big there, for number seven. Florida State is eight. Clemson, nine. Washington, 10. Your Longhorns coming in at number 11. Tennessee is 12. I mean, uh, Notre Dame, 13. Utah, 14. Oregon and Bo Nix is 15. We got Kansas uh, State, 16. TCU, see what TCU does now that Max Duggan is going. All they have, all of their pieces Got drafted this year, so we'll see what TCU do at 17. Uh, Oregon State, 18. We got Wisconsin, 19. We got Oklahoma, 20. UNC, 21. Ole Miss, 22. Texas A&M, 23. Tulane, 24. And rounding in at 25, we got Iowa um, coming in. So, anything wrong with those rankings? Nope. Oh, uh, I like where Penn State is at. Penn State should be over Tennessee. I bet Vic like that since Tennessee got picked over in the back. 
Right? Like, <laughs> 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 like, they rate the uh they rewarded by Penn State. <laughs> Penn State being high on them now, uh, being high on them in the AP rankings, which is I agree with that. Uh yeah, so I yeah, I I, I like it. I'm all, I'm okay with it. I can't I'm not questioning. <laughs> uh Oregon State did name uh DJ uh I can never say his last name. Uh U Ugawale. I just call him DJU. <laughs> he um he's gonna be the starting quarterback for Oregon State. Uh let me see anybody else. Or uh, Harbaugh, of course, he got that three game uh suspension. Uh, Caleb Williams tops the AP preseason All Americans. They already got that listed already. So they got shut up, damn guinea pigs. All right, so <laughs> so the corner. So first team, first team offense. They already got Caleb Williams as a running back, as the quarterback. Running backs. They got Blake Quorum, um, Kershawn Jenkins, uh, Judkins uh, from Mississippi. Um, these are your all Americans already. They got black, uh, Brock Bowers, Marvin Harrison Jr., they yeah. got uh, Rome Ordis, Emeka Ug Buke. I, I know I'm butchering these names. Thank you, Dante. Because I look, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just call him DJU. I'm still, <laughs> um. They got Travis Hunter as an all-purpose player, uh, all-American here from Colorado. So definitely going to be interesting to see. But week zero, you had to take some picks who you got between Navy and Notre Dame. I want to go with a goddamn upset so bad. I ain't going to even lie to you. Because this will be a type of game that Notre Dame will actually lose. But I'm going to take Notre Dame to win, beat Navy. If I'm not doing anything on Sunday, on Saturday, I might actually do that game. Come on at 2.30. Am I doing something Saturday? I don't know. I might actually, I might, uh, might actually do that game. Um, then you got Saturday at 8 o'clock. We got San Jose, San Jose State, Lincoln, Raleigh, and USC. Who wins this? You said who? San Jose State and USC. San Jose State actually play people tough. They actually play uh, LSU tough. Like, they play uh, Auburn tough, but Auburn sucks. They're not a good team. I'm going to say USC wins this game. I'm going to say USC wins this game. So do the season actually start next week? Is the official college like, season? Like the real, like, if you want to see actual college, college, like, college, college. Now, we're still is college, but, you, you know, you got right. Yeah, like LSU, Florida State, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so we might can go over these predictions later on because it's giving me the whole week one. So um September 2nd is when it all goes down. So we'll we'll save uh those predictions. Um, but August 31st, we can talk about this game. We got Florida and Gators versus Utah. Who wins? I'm I'm gonna go with Utah. It's gonna be in Utah. It's gonna be in Utah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Utah. I'll probably be watching that game because uh, my cousin transferred to Utah. I mean, transferred to Florida. Um, he was at Baylor. You know, he won the uh, I forget which bowl that was for Baylor. He went to transfer portal. He's looking at Nebraska. He was looking at some other teams, but he he's at the Gators. Uh, so I gotta see if he's gonna be in the lineup 
uh, offensive offensive uh, lineman. Micah Mazuka is his name, number fifty four. Y'all can look him up. Get re related. He's huge. He's like six. He's like six five. <laughs> um, but a couple questions here, Dante. I got for you. Um, who's the best coach in college football right now? Is Nick Saban still the head coach you need to be? Uh, I think Nick Saban is trending. Is still a head, uh, best head coach, but Kirby Smart. I'm gonna go with Kirby Smart as of right now. Kirby Smart is the best coach as of right now. If you're talking about all time and saving, I think Kirby Smart is the best coach of right now. It's coaching the best out of Nick Saban. I'm gonna go with Kirby Smart. Does Georgia three P? The Georgia three P. That's it. Will they? Is it? Is it a chance? Yes. Oh, it's very much a chance. Yes. Yeah. It's very much a chance. They 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 three P. I'm gonna say yes. So I, until someone stops them, yes. I'm gonna say yes until someone stops them. Yes. Until I until I'm shown enough that someone will be able to beat them. Then yes, I think they get. It's a chance they three p. All right. Again, he was on here for a minute. You know, we had to come back with some some fire and everything. Wait till week one. Wait till next. Not this week, but the week after. I mean, we'll be back next week. But the week after, we'll get into some NFL week one predictions. Who wins? This time I'm going to take a score. I'm going to take record. We'll see if me and, how close me and Coach could be when it comes to record predictions this season. Um, should be interesting. Again, we're at number episode 65 next week. We're Again, we're right there. Got some things coming in the works um, in, the, in, in September. So look out for, for stuff in the works coming in September. Uh, you know, some new beginnings, some new adventures. Me and Coach are going going to start, and definitely we want y'all to be a part of it. Um, so we'll we'll drop that bomb. We'll let y'all know what's going on if y'all don't already know yet. But you know, we got some big splashes coming um, as well. You know, got the merch line. We got seventy two hundred seconds merch. We got Coach Dante as well. Myself. The link is in the description. If y'all would love to support us. Get a shirt or so. Um, definitely would appreciate it if you don't have to. But again, if you do like us, support us. Uh, you know, definitely. And also, the audio version will be on Spotify. So make sure you go follow us, give us a review. We on Spotify, Apple Music, and um, Amazon Music. So yes, you can tell Alexa to, to listen to Seventy Two Hundred Second Podcast, and she will play. Um, but Coach, anything. Got to say before we wrap things up and get on out of here. Yeah, I'm just happy NFL is back, man. That's all. I'm, I'm I'm excited. I'm very happy that NFL is back. So just can't wait to get. Just can't wait to stay working. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh, shout out to E. Uh, everybody. Uh, Vic. Uh, shout out to everybody that was here. Sajin, always always in the building. Arku finally came back after two months disappointing. <laughs> Hey, it's all right. You back, but other than that, shout shout out to y'all. BLSG was in the chat. My boy Mo Mo Better was in the chat. Shout out to my guy Mo. Love you, boy. Love you, boy. But other than that, uh, uh, shout out to y'all, man. Y'all not wait uh, up. Next week we'll probably talk about the ladies' uh, WNBA seasons winding down. We're gonna do our final predictions for the awards, MVP, and all that. Um, talk about uh, the the ladies' AP poll came out. Um, for for college basketball, we'll get a little bit of that because you know that's coming up 
and and shortly, and, and I can't I can't wait. You know, we got Caitlin Clark, we got Angel Reese possibly could come out next year. Um, then we'll talk about NFL again. You know, last preseason game, get ready for week one. Um, and some other news that pops. I'll have some more. Uh, who am I? Um, you know, we can play that and whatever else I think of. But uh, I appreciate everyone for watching again. Y'all are the backbone that helps us in the chat. Appreciate y'all for being interactive with us. Till then, y'all. Love, peace, and hair grease. Again, don't do nothing stupid. But if you do, just make sure you're in a safe environment doing your stupidity. We're going to get on out of here. See y'all later. Thank you for listening to the 7200 Second Podcast with Key and Coach Dante. Make sure you leave that review. Let us know what we're doing. And again, thank you for listening.